to another session of Me Maintenance, sponsored by Rainbird and Ocean Organics. My guest today is Zach Bauer, golf course superintendent at Valley Country Club in Centennial, Colorado. Welcome, Zach. Yeah, it's good to be here. Good to see you. Thanks for having me on. Sure thing. A um, couple of things that I noticed in your Twitter feed this year, uh, going back to May, uh, I noticed a sense of almost desperation or a, a uh, referencing, well, let me tell you exactly what it said. Hold on for a second. It said, May 4th, this spring might be one of the toughest I've had in 23 years within the business. I've been so depressed days, I just go home and go to bed. Always try to be the optimist, but it can get blurry. When I saw that, I, I reached out to you, as I do to a lot of guys, and sent you some materials that I've published over the years, and we talked a little bit. Um, and as... As the season progressed, I saw some awesome pictures of you on the trout stream, and I figured, hey, this is something that, you know, since uh, for me it was the guitar and the piano, um, I sensed that the uh, trout stream has been a place for you to uh, get some respite from all the, uh, the hassles of the golf course this year. Why don't you give us a little insight into what the year was like? May and May is pretty early to be stressed out, I think, in uh, in this business. Give us a little insight into that. Yeah, so we we've been very busy here at Valley um, the last few years. Uh, I did an irrigation renovation here. Um, we've done a massive tennis project renovation here. Um, same year as the irrigation renovation. Uh, we started last year in the fall, a big um, project as far as uh, redoing our ponds, uh, relining them, dredging them. Uh, we did a whole bunch of bunkers, a whole bunch of tees, um, and just had a pretty big project here, here out on course. Um, and then during that time, it was a tough, it was a tough fall. It was a tough start to the winter. You know, we, you know, we're in Colorado. I didn't charge down my irrigation system until, uh, January 1 of 2021 and so it was pretty dry and I think anybody around here would tell you it was pretty darn dry here um going into fall into winter and um you know we we had a lot of a lot of play our our club is very active um we get about 42 43,000 rounds a year uh most of that you know in six seven months during the season um but going last fall we had a lot of play on on turf that was just drying out and that was a stressor, you know, and then going through a big renovation project, um, keeping all 18 holes open while we were doing it. Um, we didn't have a chance to close down any of the holes, you know, that was another stressor point. Uh, and then going into the spring, um, you know, we had, uh, you know, desiccation issues on the fairways from, you know, and I will say it was, you know, part of my fault. Um, we had a lot of traffic, uh, where from, uh, the winter time, early winter, uh, I should have, should have <laughs> closed down carts a lot sooner, but I didn't. Um, and again, that was, you know, that's me trying to balance that, 
um, member satisfaction, member, member play, um, with turf care and, you know, turf health. And, uh, so I didn't close down the carts soon enough. And I had some desiccation out on fairways and we came out of winter a little rough. Uh, and then we had a pretty weird spring, honestly, it was one of the windier, drier springs. I think I've ever had here in, in 17 years here in Colorado, uh, the month of April is one of our wettest months of the season between rain and snowfall. Uh, March and April are our two wettest months of the season. And we ended up not recording any moisture in the month of April. Um, so we can't, we were coming out of winter a little rough and we were, um, you know, on top of that, not getting any natural rainfall. And we were just starting to go into, uh, the season, um, you know, we weren't getting that help from mother nature when we started and we have reclaimed water. So we really try to rely on, you know, as much rainfall as we can to flush those salts and bicarbonates and just the nastiness out of our, out of our soil profile. And we just didn't get it early on in the spring. And, uh, we did get it in May, uh, later May, mid May. Um, and then April too was very windy for us. Like uh, it was the windiest, we always get windy days in the spring, but it was very windy. So just, you know, constantly we were, it felt like we started the whole season, um, just behind the eight ball. And so it was just a kind of a tough, and I gotta, I gotta just give props to our, um, construction company, Wadsworth, uh, golf. They were amazing through the whole process. They did great. Um, you know, so it was, there was nothing, nothing about our project that was going haywire or wrong or anything like that. We, we, really did a good job well, it was just other ancillary factors that kind of submitted to you know my well-being i guess you'd say and uh, kind of going into the spring it was it was just pretty rough and we started a project also last um fall of in september uh, early september um of a massive fitness pool locker rooms new pools and um new bar and grill uh, about a nine to $10 million project up at the clubhouse that we started into. And, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on with that as well. So we have multiple projects going on and multiple uh, things kind of happening all at the same time. So it was just, it was, yeah, I will say, you know, at that point it was, you know, kind of overwhelming going into the season, um, you know, and then May got a little bit better. We got, you know, about two inches of moisture in the month of May a little bit in the month of June, um, we really popped back. We really had a good time, um, you know, really kind of came out of everything really nicely. Uh, and then July and August hit here and, you know, we just didn't have, have the moisture and it, it just got, it got pretty tough. I'm not going to lie. And you know, whatnot. And it, it was, you know, it was good to put it out there how I feel. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not, people say I might be whining or I might be, you know, kind of, kind of down in the dump. So I should keep it to myself, but you know, I really got a lot of great. Did, I you, hear, of, did you hear that from people? Uh, I mean, yeah, no, I got, I got a few, you know, I got a few, um, you know, I got one text and I got a, you know, a couple of other things too, where, you know, I just need to, you know, I kind of just need to, do my thing and you know it's it's not a good look and whatnot and, um there was a few and it's and it's fine i i you know i like to hear i like to hear everybody's opinion um you know i like if i am 
if I am whining or if I do sound like a, you know, a, an idiot, it's good to hear that I sound like an idiot. Um, you know, but I, I am glad that I put it out there. And, you know, I, I mean, it made me vulnerable uh, to people that follow me and made myself, you know, it, it looks like I'm vulnerable, but I'm, you know, I did get a lot of positive feedback. I had a lot of friends reach out and like, Hey, I'm in the same boat. I'm, you know, I'm in, I'm on the East coast and I, I haven't had rain in two months and I can't imagine you guys, you know, uh, you know, out there with higher ETs than we do. And, you know, I, and it was, it was good. I got a lot of positive feedback too. So it wasn't, you know, I'm glad I put it out there and everything. And I'm glad, you know, and I'd have a lot of members that follow me on Twitter, um, you know, and they, they see that they, you know, they reach out and they're like, Hey, you know, what can we do to help? What can we do to, to help you out, to help, you, you know, and it's, you know, and it, instead of just bottling it up, um, you know, I'm not necessarily sure if bottling it up is, you know, the right thing to do. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, I, again, I put myself out there, you know, I'm pretty open. Um, I try to be as positive as possible, you know, on Twitter and everything. And that's where the fishing kind of comes in, you know, and I got to give it my, I got to give it, you know, it's my wife. That's, that's the real reason. Um, she lets me go, you know, once a week, you know, I get one day a week where I can, you know, if I'm not working, um, I can go out there and <clears throat> take the dog, um fishing and you know it you know and we you know i do have a three-year-old son um and he's just now starting to get into the into the just slowly starting to get into the fishing part of it being outside and you know we're getting them more and you know into things outside a little bit more than when he was one or two um you know and starting to get them into activities a little bit we're going to take them being this year you know, three, three years old is about the time, you know, I think we're ready to clap some skis on them this, uh, this winter and, you know, take them down the bunny slope, you know, little, little bunny hill at, at one of the ski resorts. Um, but it's, I got to just hand it to my wife. It's my wife that, you know, really, you know, she, she sees it and she understands, you know, the business and she understands everything. And so going and taking my, that, you know, that time. And I, and I always make sure I keep, you know, I have that time for my son too. So I'm, you know, if I'm, you know, I wake up in the morning on a day I go fishing, get him up, you know, help, help out, and, um, you know, maybe have breakfast with them. And then I go out fishing, they go do something. They, you know, she may take them to a museum or, uh, the park or something while I go out for four hours, five hours, six hours to go fish and then hop back and I'm home for dinner and, you know, I make sure I'm home for dinner and I, you know, if it's bath night, you know, I'm making them, you know, putting them through a bath, you know, so I'm still not, I still don't want to lose that time with my son, um, even though I'm having some time to myself. So, and we flip it too. I mean, my, I try to give my wife, um, you know, if she asks for one of those days where she needs a day off, I'm, you know, I'm more than happy to do that, you know? So, um, you know, but I, I really got to hand it to my wife. She's the, uh, she's the one that really kind of helps me out and promotes it and lets me go out and do that. Cause it is, it's, you know, for me, it's, it's, um, just super, super relaxing to be out on the river. Um, you know, and just, you know, casting and fly fishing and, 
Um, you know, and I'm How far never- do you have to travel to get to the stream? Uh, I mean, my the closest areas, I mean, we have Bear Creek and Clear Creek just west of Denver. Um, you know, we're talking 30, 40 minute uh, drive from where I'm at. Uh, my favorite parts of the rivers are, uh, I fish a lot in the South Park area, which is um, the South Platte, like the Middle Fork, the South Fork. And it takes me about an hour and 45 minutes to get to some of those places. So, you know, it's a little bit of a stretch. Um, you know, I fish the Arkansas, the upper headwaters of the Arkansas, and about the same, about an hour and 45 minutes for me to get out there. Um, so, I mean, if it's, you know, we're talking two hour drive, four hour drive total, uh, there and background trip, you know, I might be on the river for three hours, four hours yeah. top, you know, so, you know. Is that a lifelong passion for you or is that something you picked up when you went to Colorado or? No, that has been, I started, I, I learned to trout fish when I was in, when I grew up in Georgia. So I grew up in North Georgia, um, and my home river i had a i had a trout stream about 20 minutes from us called the amicaloa and we used my dad and i used to trout fish the amicaloa river um quite a bit quite extensively um when growing up and i have pictures of my first big trout i think i was either six or seven i caught like a a 21 inch um 20 or 21 inch rainbow um and that kind of sealed the deal for me and that was over 30 years now I've been trout fishing. So, um, so yeah, no, I grew up with it. My, me and my dad used to float the Chattahoochee. Um, any of the Georgia guys <laughs> probably know the rivers know I'm talking. talking about. Sure. Yeah. So, um, we used to float the Chattahoochee, um, from Swanee, uh, area outside of Atlanta. Um, you know, heck you, you, depending on where we were floating, you'd float by Atlanta athletic club sometimes, <laughs> depending on how far you float down and whatnot. So, um, mm. lifelong, lifelong kind of passion for me for trout fishing. So it's, cool. you know, yeah. So well, backing up a little bit, just a couple of thoughts, um, that I had about things that you said, number one, everybody's vulnerable or should be. Those who don't, who think they're not vulnerable are the ones who are going to get in trouble. Uh, emotionally, I think, in the long run. Um, you know, the fact that you that you hung it out there, uh, I hung it out. I mean, I've been dealing with depression for most of my life, but I hung it out there um, in TurfNet in print back in, I don't know, 20-some years ago, you know, way before anybody in this business started talking about it. And, you know, you have to you know, you'll get some positive benefits yourself, but other guys will see that, hey, here's a guy who, you know, is tough. He's strong. He's He, he doesn't care what anybody thinks. And uh, I think there's value in that. Um, one of the other tweets that I saw, if we fast forward to August 12th, uh, let me just read a little bit of this, and I'll see if I can't just pop this up in, in into the video, but it says, this year has taken me to the complete edge of my sanity. From a dry winter and desiccated turf, completing a major renovation to windy dry spring brought the course all the way back from said winter slash renovation to all new staff slash training, increased members with increased rounds, to the devil's throat of heat, to nonstop complaints, to the pool fitness center renovation woes, to the tennis pavilion construction debacle that hasn't stopped in nine months. 
I'm burnt out from it all and struggling with all the negativity. Hardest of my 23 years. We had our member guest dialed in, but took a hit during the event with extreme temperatures. We're not on property during the day and couldn't get back until the golf is done. Haven't been able to get the course back yet with lack of staff and the weather and dire need of good fortune. So you guys got hammered with a lot of the heat late season, right? We did. I mean, it was, you know, I think right now Denver is at their second most 90 degree days um, in their recorded history. Uh, 2012, I believe 2012 was the first. Um, and they, we had about 75 90 plus days in the, in the, um, in the season. Uh, and then this year we're in the upper sixties, I believe. So it was, you know, it's definitely, and we're all cool season grass, um, you know, cool season grass, high altitude. My course is, uh, you know, 1956. Um, so we're an older course. We have a lot of Poa annua out here, um, shallow root system. Um, so, you know, we definitely, we were definitely taking it, on the chin during that time. And we also have, we also use reclaimed water, um, you know, high in salt, high in bicarbonates and, uh, you know, we're on heavy clay soils. So trying to flush anything on my property is, can be an issue. Um, trying to move salts off the property. We've been using reclaimed water here since 1987. Um, so we have, you know, our, we have quite, quite a challenge as far as our soils and our, our water um, and the amount of deposits we have in our soils as well. So um, I feel like this property can really dry out a lot quicker than, um, you know, other properties I've been at. I've worked at other properties with reclaimed water. Um, but this property, it just seems like once we get dry, once we get a little hydrophobic, uh, man, it takes, it takes a good amount to kind of get it back and just need some help from mother nature. And of course, you know, about four days after, after I wrote that we got like two inches of rain and, um, or two and a half inches of rain in, uh, two days <laughs> and the place. And then you're pushing the, squeegees. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then we're, then we're squeegeeing fairways <laughs> and pumping fairway spots. So, um, but I mean, the course bounced right back. Uh, so it was, it was, um, yeah, it was, it, like I said, it's, it's, we've been really, really going to town on, um, just a lot of projects and, uh, a lot of play last three years, you know, through the pandemic and post COVID. Uh, so yeah. And it's just, you know, and, and when we don't get that natural rainfall here, it can really start to show, uh, I mean, it shows on our trees. A lot of our evergreens here turn brown uh, quite a bit. We've done a lot of we've done a lot of deep watering and a lot of stuff, um, you know, using different products on our evergreens. Um, but it just they still take a hit. Uh, we get some leaf tip burn on you know our deciduous trees. Uh, so yeah, it's it, it definitely it was definitely at that at that point for me this year. And I gotta I gotta say that like like my board of directors and my, my club president, um, current club president is just one of the best guys that you could ever have as a club president, as a board of director. Um, you know, he, we, we reached, he reached out, he talked, you know, to me and, um, just understood everything that was going on. And I mean, I can't express my gratitude enough for, um, 
you know, getting the support from our, you know, club president at the, you know, this year and, you know, just, and my greens chairman this year, I mean, just really great guys um, to work with. They've really taken a lot of time to understand the agronomics and understand um, why things, you know, are the way they are sometimes. And um, it's been, you know, it's, again, it's been really good to kind of put that stuff out there and not just bottle it up. I think I feel like, you know, sometimes you, you can bottle it up and then it boils over at some point. Sure. Right. It can boil over. So, so um, how about you? Have you walked back from the edge as well? I have, I have, <laughs> I'm good. So, um, now, you know, we've just, we've been airifying, uh, the last two weeks, um, you know, airify greens, collars and approaches last week uh, for three days. And then we aerified all the tees and fairways this week, um, you know, for three days. So, uh, and that's new this year for us. I, I worked it, you know, I, I, you know, fought for it and that's, you know, on the, the, our greens committee and board of directors, um, I fought for that. I fought for more days off. I fought for, you know, doing some better cultural practices and they understood, they recognized it. And they said, you know, it was unanimous. Let, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do this sort of stuff. So um, let's make the place better. Let's, you know, let's, you know, let's do this. And so, you know, and that makes me super, super proud and super happy, um, you know, to be able to start bringing, you know, really start dialing in the details and bring these, you know, bring our members and guests, you know, some really great conditioning. Well, Zach, thanks for spending some time with us and giving giving us some uh, uh, idea of what you've been going through this year, both on the golf course and and uh, mentally, emotionally, and all that stuff. Never feel bad about reaching out for help. Appreciate the insight into the uh, the trout stream too. It's I think everybody needs some sort of a uh, a release, if you will, or or some way to get out and i applaud you for doing it as regularly as you do and for for taking the time to do it and also for your wife for encouraging you to do it which is awesome all right good deal well uh, have a great fall and uh, hope the golf course uh, continues to uh, improve along with your state of mind and uh, be sure to holler if uh, we can do anything for you at any time yes sir well thanks for having me on you bet take care